the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome back uh, to tonight's Andrew K. Show, going into hour two here. I'm just a little confused. I looked up and I see flags lowered at half-staff half across the country for the Monterey Park shooting. Um, do we do do we do that every time there's any kind of multiple murders happening? I mean, we had, you know, we. I, it, it's sad to say that this has just become a commonplace occurrence, but to me, this is just county. We've got our county flags at half staff. Monterey Park isn't in San Diego County. You know, I talked about this recently on the uh, the quote anniversary of Columbine. That uh, no, it wasn't Columbine. It was Sandy Hook, and then I just I you know. I, I don't like these anniversaries, you know, like this just seem to be an exploitation. It's not that's not a national. What happened in Monterey Park is not a national occurrence today. That 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 was a horrific experience for the victims and their families and their loved ones. That was not a crime against the United States today. That was not a terrorist attack against the United States. And I just I have a resentment that we elevate some victims as being more important than others for politics. And that's what's at, at play there. And, it, and, and it's I have a real serious problem with that. Um, getting back to I, I ended the show talking about the how children are being preyed upon and how this LBGT movement is just everywhere. I mean, when a dead when a dead the queen of soul who's passed away when a song she wrote in 67 is under attack. I mean, how can you question that the movement to destroy this country is through the LBGTQ, the trans movement? And we have a local story here in San Diego that went national. We've talked about it a couple times. The 17-year-old girl was brave enough to come out and talk about it. Then there was a rally on her behalf. So then um, today, CBS, I was confused it was CBS because it includes um, Kimberly um, Hunt, and she was always at Channel 10, so I was confused. So they did a story about it today, and we're, uh, we're gonna, we broke, it's a very long interview, uh, eight minutes, but we broke it up into a few different segments, and I want you to, I want you to hear, see if you have a problem with some of this like I do. Skins, please play, um, YMCA clip one. Love and support for the LGBTQ community. A transgender woman who is getting national attention over her use of the locker room at the Santee YMCA says she is overwhelmed by the support she's receiving from strangers young and old. Good evening. I'm Kimberly Hunt. And this all started when a teenager told the city council she saw a naked male in the women's locker room. My co-anchor, Wally Alayu, is live in Santee where the fallout over this issue continues. Hi, Wally. 
Yeah, I can't believe. All right, the Cameron let me let me family. stop. Excuse me, I wanted I wanted to pick up on a few things that that I'm already annoyed. Um, before she even introduces herself, Kimberly Hunt, by the way, has been an anchor here in San Diego for decades. She dated a San Diego Charger, ended up marrying him. She's just an institution when it comes to media here, and I was just really disappointed because you can see from the beginning of this report, love and support for the LBGT community. She goes on by saying a transgender woman and refers to her as she is overwhelmed by the support she's receiving from strangers young and old. Continuing um, continuing to use these pronouns and all continuing to push. This is not news. Is that a news report? Or am I watching, am I watching you know, an opinion show? All right, you can continue that clip of what has turned into now a national political firestorm bringing up questions about discrimination, equal access to public places, and individual rights, including privacy. At the center of all of this, a 17-year-old girl who felt uncomfortable and threatened when she saw a transgender woman in the locker room. And that woman, Kristen Lily Renee Wood, who says she was just going about her usual trip to the gym. Okay, um... And now the report ain't getting a whole lot better for me. Uh, Saying that this is brings up questions about discrimination, equal access to public places and individual rights, including privacy. I guess for everybody but children. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Wally. Talk about a diversity hire, by the way. Watch this report there. I said it. Could barely get a sentence out cogently. Discrimination. Yeah, against two girls. Equal access to public places. Why should there, there should not be equal access with adult men and children. What are you, what are you saying here? Oh, at the center of this is a 17-year-old girl who felt uncomfortable. She felt uncomfortable. Like, what an idiot. I mean, am I, am I, only, am I only hearing this because of an opinion I have? Or, I mean, when you hear this clip, do you not hear the same thing? To me, this is 100% supportive of this man who's pretending to be a woman The only reasonable response from anybody is, I am so sorry that anything that I did, if if I ever did anything that made a 17-year-old girl uncomfortable in a locker room or make her feel scared, I would feel bad about it. Instead, this story is is all, it's it's couched in a certain way, but it's all about trying to attack the 17-year-old girl. Next clip. Laura Newbury is rallying behind her friend. I was absolutely blown away. I couldn't believe that in this day and age, this would blow up again. The Santee resident swims a few days a week with Kristen Lily Renee Wood at the YMCA. The retirees are Aqua Sisters and share laughs during classes in the pool. And on Wednesday night, they stood together while hundreds protested against Wood's use of the female locker room. 
The protest comes after a 17-year-old girl told the Santee City Council she saw the backside of a naked transgender person in the shower. That person was Wood, who uses a private shower in the women's locker room after her classes. Less than 24 hours after the protest, Wood says the adrenaline she felt has worn off. She's choosing to focus on the support she's getting. People, entire families were coming up to get their picture taken and to introduce me to their children. And Wood is not done fighting. She's planning to speak next Wednesday at the Santee City Council meeting. It's important that they finally get to hear the truth and they finally get to put a face on this scary transgender woman who was misgendered. And despite threats of violence, Wood says she's not scared. You know, I, I know how to give an insult out and I know what areas to kick and punch. You know, at least enough to be able to run till I can get to my car and get out of here. And at the meeting, she'll have the support of her Aqua sisters. Uh, my husband and I are thinking about putting some signs together that say we support Chrissy so that we have, you know, the visual. Friendship through thick and thin. Yeah, lots of friendship from this uh, news outlet here for this. Did, by the way, did that sound like a woman to you, Skins? <laughs> Watch the video. Google the video. It's a man who was misgendered, as he said, like he's the victim. What a pompous, arrogant creep. Yeah, I said it. And if I and if I could go to that city council meeting on Wednesday in CNT, I'd be there. I probably should cancel my show and go. Makes me really angry. The, the, this is, if you know, I'm telling you, this is narcissistic personality disorder on display. At one point, I don't even think I want to play the, the, following, cl- the following clip when uh, Diversity Hire starts to describe how really all she saw was his backside. Not acceptable to me. Not acceptable to me the way that this young girl was treated by this CBS News, uh, the, you know, um, report here. Not happy at all. Not happy at all. This country is, you know, it's it's allowing its children to be victimized over and over and over in a variety of different ways. And I think this news report did that as well. All right, going to take a break. When we come back, we got more to talk about on tonight's Andrea K. Show, including San Diego. Do you guys think housing is a human right? San Diego City Council is going to vote on it. What do you guys think in general, whether you live in San Diego or not? 888-344-1170. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I have to make mention, y'all know during the break that I, I, you know, look at food and I saw the most bizarre, there's a story on Daily Mail that has to do with some of the most bizarre pizzas across the country. And yeah, I mean, I am like jaw on the floor because some of this is so insane. Have you heard of the Altoona pizza? No. Okay. You like pizza. You're a pizza lover, right? Yeah. It's just, just give me pineapple pizza. I'm good to go. Okay. Put pineapple on a pizza, go to jail. Okay, that's where I stand on pineapple on a pizza. Guess okay? you're on your own show tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> 
888-344-1170. Let's settle this right now. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Pineapple and sausage, baby. Bring it on. No. Although that would be better than pineapple and um, Hawaiian pizza, which is like pineapple and No, no, no. You got to do it with sausage. And I don't like sweet on my... I tried this new trend that was going on, which was like honey hot pizza with like a spicy honey that's... I don't like... I tried that. Yeah. No. Yasmin says no pineapple. Yeah, I'm with you, girl. Um, Okay. The Altoona pizza. Oh, shoot. Where did it go? It's got American cheese... Um, salami. I mean, it's just like no. Let it belongs see. in a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's just terrible looking. Then there's then there's this California pizza, which is all salads. I don't like salad on my pizza either. I don't like the oh, this one. Yeah, has raw tomato, avocado, um, arugula. That's not a pizza. I'm just not interested in that. That's just not a pizza for me. And then there's a pizza here that's like nothing but dough and like a few little pieces of meat. What is this? This is that's the bacon elf um, Iowa style pizza, which is basically plain crust and a few little pieces of dried meat. It's like, what did they have no cheese in Iowa? I just don't even understand this at all. So no, pu- put pineapple on a pizza, go to jail. Okay, I'll uh, be Do listening I need to your show tomorrow. Yeah, the Altoona style pizza is a Sicilian style pizza. It's cooked on a Sicilian pizza dough, which is thicker, and it's got tomato sauce, green bell peppers, peppercorn salami, and yellow American cheese, which replaced, originally, it was done with Velveeta cheese. I don't know it's worse. I don't want either Velveeta or American cheese in my pizza. No. Okay. So we got a homeless problem across the, uh, you know, California. It's growing across the rest of the states as well, and... um and it's just a result of all different kinds of liberal policies. It can be quite complex, which makes it difficult to solve because it's an economic problem. It's a cultural problem. It's a drug problem. It's a mental health problem. And then, of course, you know, when you've got um, when you've got the average cost of a one bedroom apartment in San Diego is twenty five hundred to three thousand. And, you know, people can't afford. But, the, uh, you know, to you know, to to rent one bedrooms. And it's also exacerbated by the fact that they want to bring in an invasion of people that don't speak the language and don't have any education and can't even get a minimum wage job, let alone a job to pay for a $3,000 a month apartment. So we have a homeless problem here. Uh, in, in, and it's just continuing to grow. The solution was not to have Faulkner, San Diego Mayo Faulkner, spend $40 million of taxpayer funds to put 900 homeless people in the in the convention center you know, for a few months and then put them back out on the street. That wasn't the solution. Well, um, now we've got on tomorrow, the uh, Tuesday, the San Diego City Council is going to vote on a resolution declaring housing a human right. What could be the problem with that, Skins? What could be the problem with declaring housing a human right? We have debated here on the show before whether or not you are obligated to live off the streets, whether or not you have the right to live on the streets and be a homeless person. Um, It's also another, flipping the coin on that debate, is whether or not housing is a human right. Housing is not a human right. You don't have the right to own a home. You don't have the right to rent a home. You want to know why? Because that that, that apartment building is owned by somebody who put up money and took a risk and spent of their own money. That house... Was either, was either purchased by somebody who invested and spent the money and risked their money or bought a piece of land and built the home or whatever. 
you have the right to a house, whatever home you can afford. That's your right. The United States of America was not founded on the idea that your right was every material possession that you wanted. No, it's founded on individual responsibility. And if you don't have the money and the income to purchase the home that you want, I'm sorry, but you don't get that home. Right. And if you can't afford to rent a place on your own, you live with somebody. I know somebody that was was struggling to get an apartment. I'm like, well, how about you get a roommate? Oh, I can't live with people. Okay, well, enjoy living on the streets. You know, everybody wants everything that they want when they want it. Well, no, life doesn't work that way. Go go back and read some of the Little House in the Prairie books about homesteading and people having to build their, you know, families, you know, making their way across the country and living in tents until dad can chop up enough wood and build a house. And Andrea, this vote tomorrow is just another small step towards communism. Of course it is. Oh, I got to take a break, though, by the way. No, you don't. Um, to, to comment on there is some support for pineapple on pizza. Yes, loving this. But then I'm all, uh, uh, Frankie says, I love me some good old Florida Lee pizza. Um, Frankie, did you hear that the kid from Adam Devine from um, Pitch Perfect is going to be King of Bacchus? I don't know if you heard this, Frankie. His wife's from Homa. FYI. Uh, Donna Renee Ivy says, pineapple and ham pizza, it's a go. She loves it. Yasmin says, sorry, skins. Right now it's neck and neck. So getting back to this. Um, you know, we saw in New Orleans, right, Frankie, uh, my, my bud from Prairieville, you can see how well the low, ho- low cost housing projects worked for the citizens of New Orleans, right? If you, if you weren't aware, one way that you can know how bad it worked was after Katrina when they're all sitting on the, on the side of the, of the road and had nowhere to go. Or how about the low cost housing projects outside of Chicago? Government housing is tenements. It's been tried before and nobody ever gets lifted out of poverty when the government, when you're on the dole and you're dependent on the government. That's not how you get lifted up out of poverty. The plan here by Council Member Stephen Whitburn says that um, he doesn't think the resolution is controversial, he says. He said many people who are homeless simply just need $300 a month from the government to be able to afford a home. (laughs) $300 a month will not pay your SD, your SDG&E bill, depending what on where you live. What area of San Diego is he thinking this, this <laughs> applies to? You can't even afford that in TJ now. Do you know how expensive it's gotten to live in Tijuana because Americans, gringos, are going south of the border to live there because they can't afford to live here? What a lie. $300 a month isn't going to get anybody off the streets, particularly since a huge part of the problem is the drugs that you've legalized and you've pushed and you've enabled and you've encouraged from a variety of different standpoints. The majority of the problem that we have with the homeless are drug addicted and mentally ill. That's the problem. So you're going to give them $300 a month to do what? Go buy some more heroin? Getting back to the central issue, though, in the United States of America, you have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You have the right to freely express your religion and practice your religion. You have the right to to keep and bear arms. Other than that, you do not have the right. We've already gotten so far away from it. Remember Sandra Fluck? Who remembers Sandra Fluck? I remember Sandra Fluck. Because I remember Rush had to apologize for calling her the S-word. Saying she was easy. 
she was round-heeled. I'll put it that way. That's not the word he used. We called it being round-heeled in the South. Have you ever heard that expression, Skin? No, that's a new one for me. Being round-heeled. That's, that's a woman who gets toppled over on her back easily. <laughs> so, so she was round-heeled. You're round-heeled if you're going before Congress saying you need some Costco-size birth control and you want it paid for by the taxpayers. Sandra Fluck was, Fluck was round-heeled, right? No, you don't have the right. You don't have the right to taxpayers paying for anything for you. The average age we have of Social Security recipients, I think, a few years ago was 20-something. Because, I mean, you know, now everybody's on the dole. Everybody thinks they've got the right to something. And that got exacerbated under COVID, right? The government felt like they had the right to shut down your business over public health, tell you when you could open, when you couldn't, right? That was the government. And then, then the American people feeling like they had the right to make demands on the government for money. You do not have housing is not a human right. And you know what else is not a human right? Medical care. You do not get to walk into a doctor's office and demand to be treated. You might be able to go to an emergency room because we've got laws in this country that they're not going to turn away somebody, you know, who's in an emergency room. But you can't just walk into a, to a doctor. Try it. Somebody out there who thinks that they're in desperate need of getting some lower uh, eye bags removed, walk into a plastic surgeon tomorrow and demand that you say, you know what, I'm not going to be able to get a job because I've hit 42 and I'm looking haggard and I'm not going to be able to get a job. So I need to get me some plastic surgery done. See how that works for you or see how it works for you. Just if you've got a broken toe and you want to walk into a doctor's office and be seen, they're going to say, show me your insurance card and payment is due at the time of service. And that's the way it should be because these doctors go through hell in a handbasket to get their medical degrees, to get their licenses, the cost that it takes for their, for their education, the cost that it takes for their liability insurance, cost that it takes to run their practice. They shouldn't be working for free. Our rights come from God, not from man. And that's also incredibly important here. A lot of people making making a fuss today over Kamala Harris because she, we, Skins and I listened to the clip. There was, the big story was that she specifically left out life as she was quoting the Constitution, but she really wasn't quoting the Constitution. She was paraphrasing it. She did specifically want to leave out life from the Constitution, but it, I don't think it was accurately reported. It was reported that she was quoting the Constitution and she specifically left life out. And that wasn't really the case. But um, there, uh, we know that the left is upset with the movement and the March for Life and, and the right to life in this country. And we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. So don't go away. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Um... There's still some comments coming in on the pizza question, the great debate, pineapple, yay or nay. It's a yay, it's a nay for me, dog. Um, Michelle says, only if we can have anchovies on it. Mm, your thoughts no, on that? No, I'd rather yeah. just not do pineapple. I don't mind anchovies in my Caesar salad, in the dressing. Um, other than that, um, n- no on the anchovies. Um Sandra says the government taking control over private property. Great point, Sandra. That's one of the things that I didn't mention in talking about the public uh, housing as, as a right, um, as a as a public human right. Because then one of the next steps of that is for them to seize control over um, 
property owned by others to give to homeless people. In fact, we had a case here. I've talked about it many times where a group representing homeless people uh, saw a property that was purchased by an investment company and and it sat empty for a little bit before they began the remodel on it. And so they intentionally, this homeless advocacy group, put these homeless people into this house in order to establish residency through squatting. And then they filed a lawsuit that this home should be given to these homeless people because it's the guy, you know, goes along with the bumper stickers we used to see. Nobody should die because they don't have health care and nobody da 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 da, right? Everybody, everybody deserves to have a roof over their head. And so this does set the stage for not just tenement and government housing like you saw in the USSR and in the projects outside New Orleans and in Chicago, but also for them to seize property of others. And that's the game plan. It won't be long before they tell you, you what, you're, you're a family of four. You don't need three cars or two cars. You only need one. These people over here don't have a car. It'll be the same thing. Um, uh, so let's see if there's any more comments here on pizza. Uh, Edward says he likes pineapple with sausage. Yes, that's exactly the combination your, I like. Yes. Okay, that is the Good kind taste, like. Edward. Good taste. Yeah. Um, uh, Frankie says we ate pizza for breakfast, spaghetti every Sunday, and then gumbo too. Well, yeah, Frankie, you're you you're a- Italian. I got I got some Italians in Chalmette, some Italian uh, relatives of mine. Frankie, I know you know the Met. Um, all right, so let me read a couple of emails that I've got from people as well. Uh, Diane says, "Okay, this is disgusting. Miss Kimberly Hunt is supposed to be a Christian. How long can you compromise?" By reporting these deplorable stories like they're supposed to be part of accepted life. God has to be fuming for these innocent children. I forgot about that. I forgot about Kimberly Hunt um, goes to the Rock Church. In fact, when I used to go to the Rock, I used to see her there all the time. I will not compromise. I had been asked before in media um, by different people, uh, you know, I can get you on Fox News. You could expand your career. You could have a higher profile if you'd be willing to move to the middle. And I said, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's not a paycheck. There's not a dime more than I'm willing to take if it involves compromising my principles and my beliefs. It's not worth it to me. So no. So that's why I'm not on Fox News because I could have been on there. I'm not saying I would have been Megyn Kelly, but I've turned down. Darling, you would have been more. What's that? You would have been more. Thank you. You know, I actually watch her YouTube channel since since she's yeah she um is so right on on a lot of stuff. She's not what she was. And I had heard, because I do know somebody that worked with her on the debate against Trump, that a lot of a lot of that was manufactured in terms of who she is. Or she actually does a really good, um, she's actually got a really good The Megyn Kelly Show. It's a podcast and on YouTube. And it's actually really, really good. And she pulls no punches. And she's actually straight up. She's kind of like, she's more Cheryl Atkinson and straight up journalist and just stick to the facts than I ever really thought she was. Um, so um, it, it, there's that that I wanted to share with you guys. Oh, um, speaking of San Diego, one more San Diego story. And this kind of goes back in line. We had a caller last hour who had called in on the 24-hour comment line asking about hearing uh, the shots being injected into meat. And one of the reasons why I said I don't think so is because they're starting to back off at different levels of government. The FDA is still wanting to push these shots as like an annual thing like flu shots. Um, but other areas like the military backing off the, the mandates, they're starting to back off because there's no denying the sudden deaths that are occurring. 
And in San Diego, Mayor Todd Gloria is proposing ending COVID-19 emergency and city employee vax mandate. Uh, this comes after three years of uh, since it started, um, started March 17th. He says, consistent with the state of California's decision to lift the COVID-19 state of emergency effective February 28, 2023, the city of San Diego will look to take similar actions as the conditions require a local emergency declaration have steadily improved. Steadily improved. San Diego, at the time, we have 3.4 approximately million residents in San Diego County. Do you know it never rose above the top? I think it never even made it to the top 10 causes of death at one point. I don't remember the stats now. It was absolutely crazy. We, you know, and, and in fact... When Faulkner moved all the homeless people into the convention center, there had not been one case of COVID. And $40 million was wasted. And then they were all put back out on the street. One of the reasons why San Diego didn't have the, the, as much of an issue with it is because we, with our weather here, we live so much of our life outdoors. And people were, and even during the lockdowns, remember how crowded the sidewalks were? People out walking? We, we're outside all the time in San Diego. Yeah, and that makes a big difference. And this was, so locking down people was the worst thing you could do. You were just making sick people all sitting around breathing sick air together. But in San Diego, where we just have just expansive and just walking trails and beaches and just endless amounts of fresh air, even around your neighborhood, we just did not have, our hospitals were never overrun. We, ne- we never needed the, in fact, remember Palomar? hospital up in north county laid off three thousand workers during covid so about in in the famous words of lizzo it's about blank time that they removed these uh, vaccine mandate let me see if there's any more comments here on the pizza no um come on team pineapple no no nobody else is supporting the pineapple man that's over. Hey, we, uh, we still have plenty of showtime left. Yeah. Uh, Mo sent an email. I think this has to do with what I was talking about in the first hour about the Republicans. She says, are these rhinos ever going to grow a set and spine to go with them? Which are the rhinos who would be able to help these people? Oh, now I was talking about Jan 6. We should bombard them with mail and burn up their phone lines by doing the same. I am outraged. We absolutely need to do that. We need to be on the phone. We, and you know who we need to be calling is Daryl Issa. Do we need to put out an APB, an all points bulletin? Has, anybody, has there been a Daryl Issa sighting? <laughs> oh, oh, really? Daryl who? Bueller. <laughs> Issa. Issa. Daryl Issa. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you got elected, right? Where are you? Let me see if there's any more. My peeps. I've got friends in the. And the Republican Party, they're probably really mad at me right now. But you know what? Y'all know I got to serve the veggies. By the way, I'm speaking to a Republican group Wednesday. What shall I? What should I talk about? I always put this out there to you guys. What should I talk about at the at the Wednesday group? Um, great people. It's one of my favorite groups to speak at. I could use some ideas. In fact, I every time I speak, when I put the question out there to you guys, what should I talk about? I get suggestions. And it means a lot to me. So let me know um, what you guys think I should share with this group. It's a, it's a ladies group. Um, so I'm open to ideas. I'm open to suggestions, including you as well, uh, Skins, and what you think. Well, um, I think we need to get, and I'm actually, I started working on it today. We're going to try and get uh, Senator Kennedy on the show. 
Okay. Might as well. Okay. Well, we've got a clip to play with him when we come back from the break. So we're going to take a little break. And, and it has to do with the um, the man, the, the strong march for life over here and how hard the Democrats are working, if not harder, in order to preserve the ability to kill unborn children. It's good people standing up. It's good people standing up, but the evil on the left is extraordinary. We're going to share that on the other side of the break. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. So we had a caller, Jenny, I believe her name is. We love you, Jenny. We love you. She called in and allegedly reportedly told Skins that she didn't want to go on air, but that she was, I guess, had tallied it up for Pineapple on Team Pizza. Pineapple. For Team Pineapple. Um, Jenny, I appreciate you calling in, but as judge of tonight's Andrea K. Show, here I'm going to step into the judge duty role. role. Um, since I didn't hear you say that to me directly, I have to say that's inadmissible in my court of law. That's hearsay. That's Jenny, not, we got to have you call back. We got to get the win on this one. That's not direct evidence to me, Jenny, as much as we love you. So um, Skins is happy to have that because you said it to him. But if I didn't hear it, then I can't claim it as evidence, right? And y'all know I'm all about facts and evidence in hand. So we had an amazing March for Life as technology has... Technology, I think, is one of the one of the big reasons why, since the seventies, since the um, the American people have pushed to overturn Roe v. Wade in larger and larger numbers, because you cannot a couple reasons. First of all, you cannot convince anybody anymore that a baby that's that it's not a human being in the womb that is just a clump of cells. We see the three D images are extraordinary, and we also in an also as it went from into you know. Um, into late-term abortion and abortion on demand because you didn't want the sex and Down syndrome, you know, because, you, I mean, it's just, it's gone so, evil only grows, right, and expands. And this was unchecked evil. And so we've got, we had something extraordinary happen last year. We had the overturning of Roe v. Wade, which gave the power back to the states, of course. We've talked about this many times. And it's also energized the March for Life movement. And uh, your favorite guy, Senator Kennedy, had this to say, about the March for Life, clip three. Uh, it gives me great hope to know that so many Americans are united on the issue of defending innocent, unborn life. And- yeah, and it's so many young people. That really should have gotten a lot more national coverage than it did. But they, the left wants you, and I read the poll numbers Friday night. The left wants you to think that you're on the fringe if you don't support unfettered abortion all the way through the ninth month. When really it's quite the opposite. It's quite the opposite it is. Um, I do think that even though the reports were inaccurate about Kamala Harris, uh, you know, she did not quote the Constitution and leave out the right to life i do think it isn't i do think that the paraphrasing and leaving it out was intentional because you can't say that you believe in the constitution which specifically enumerates your right to life and then support abortion you have the right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness I think the, uh, what there was a uh, i can't remember the name of the the comic he used to do back when he used to watch bill o'reilly 
he would make a joke about that that it was getting 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 out the the birth canal was the hard part for, for the for the human beings and it's true and here's ag garland today talking about uh, the department of justice and their role in trying to continue to we've got the march for life on the right and we've got the march for death literally on the part of uh, the march for death on the part of the left led in this case by ag garland clip to body for nearly half a century that right was an essential component of women's liberty in this country but last summer the court overturned roe and renounced this fundamental right in doing so, it also upended a key element of the rule of law, the rule of stare decisis. Many of us feared that that decision would deal a devastating blow to reproductive freedom in the United States, that it would have an immediate and irreversible impact on the lives of people across the country, and that the greatest burdens would be felt by people of color and those of limited financial means. Unfortunately, that is exactly what has happened. Legislatures across the country took steps to impose bans and other restrictions on access to abortion with devastating consequences for women's health, their safety, and their civil rights. On the day Roe was overturned, I said the Justice Department would use every tool at its disposal to protect the rights of Americans to their reproductive freedoms. And that is what we have done. And that is what we will continue to do. In a few minutes, Associate Attorney General Vanita Gupta and I will meet with the members of the Reproductive Rights Task Force of the Department. The task force has been working tirelessly to protect access to reproductive care. The task force is composed of leaders from across department components. A task force to kill babies. Literally. A couple of things he talked about I want to make mention of. Uh, people of color. Yeah, gee. This was a overturning Roe v. Wade. Sure put a crimp in the uh, eugenics plan of the Margaret Sangers and those that specifically cooked up abortion as a way to stop black people from procreating. Yeah, what a bummer for them, right? The overturning of Roe v. Wade. One of the things he mentioned that I've talked about before was stare decisis. Stare decisis is not the, quote, rule of law. Stare decisis has to do with the, the fact that there is supposed to be respect for precedent, and that once the Supreme Court, the top court of the land, says this is constitutional, it's not supposed to be that judgment, that ruling isn't supposed to be overturned on a whim, right? But if we had never, I can't even think now of some of the most, some of the, some of the greatest advances we've made in this country came about by overturning decisions that have been made in the past in this country. And I think one of them involved, might have been Brown versus the Board of Education, Right. I mean, civil rights came about in this country from overturning Supreme Court decisions. These are human beings. They're not gods and they're not dictators. And the reason why they they want always want to talk about stare decisis. And I've said this before is stare decisis, stare decisis. If they can get justices on the Supreme Court to believe that there's never an instance in which any decision can ever be overturned, then that's how they can control this country with nine beings in robes. That's what they tried to do with Roe v. Wade. It was about destroying the culture of the country. And then every time we had a Supreme Court nominee since, it was, do you believe in stare decisis? Do you believe in stare decisis? 
because they were able to centralize something absolutely horrific. They centralized into power something evil. They centralized into power something unconstitutional. And it has all but destroyed this country. And it has slaughtered millions and millions and millions of babies. And it's why I believe you can directly connect the dots between Roe v. Wade and the shooting in Monterey Park. Because we've devalued life in this country, haven't we? I mean, we've got, there, there was somebody that was interviewed at the March for Life who, who was like, well, it's not really a baby. It's not really a human until it's sustainable. When does that happen? Oh, I think a few months after it's born. We've, you know, it, 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 that's where we're at. There's no value for life anymore. We don't have value for life when uh, you think it's okay that, you know, it's better to just, you know, assist somebody in suicide than trying to help them. Right? We don't value life in that respect. We don't value lives when, when we're rewarding, uh, you know, thugs and savages that are running around the country beating up on people like the Fox weather guy who tried to help a little old man who was being terrorized on a subway. And then the, 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 the savage gang just turned on him and beat him to a pulp. And you know what? They were immediately released. We're not valuing life when that's going on in this country. We're not valuing life when we say that these victims of this crime are more important because they are, quote, of color. So the crime against them was more important than the same crime that happens against a white person. That's not valuing life. Not in my opinion. It's just it's it's ghoulish. The left are actual ghouls. And in terms of the states, the states, he says, oh, the states immediately turned around and did da-da-da. Yeah, because that's the way our country was founded. The idea was this state, this community, this locale has this culture, these laws, this. And, you know, um, and if it doesn't match what you want, move to another location instead of everything being centralized. You don't like the laws in Texas for abortion? Leave Texas. The power was actually given back to the people through the vote and taken away from these dictators. And by the way, I like what um, Whitlock, I've had him on my show before. He was a former assistant attorney general. What he said about the Supreme Court and them hiding the leaker. He said they used to be a, a body that was revered and respected. Now they're just a bunch of leakers and liars. So that's kind of true there as well. All right. We're going to uh, see you all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Tomorrow it'll be Taco Tuesday. You don't want to miss it. Love you all. Eat your pineapple pizza. Have a good night. <laughs> Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.